Hello, 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 and welcome back. It's me, Kylie. Um, okay, guys, so I am going to go ahead and recap uh, the last two episodes of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, if you listen to my last podcast, so what I'm going to try to do is just do kind of like, I'm going to kind of break it up a little bit, basically. So I'm going to try to do Potomac and Salt Lake City, since they're both on in the same night, do those, hopefully have the, do those in one episode, have those out kind of earlier in the week, and then, um, do another cast, a podcast for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I'll post that later on in the week. So I think that might be just a little bit of a better schedule. You know, we're going to try it, trial and error here and see how it goes. I don't know if that'll work or not, but especially with my crazy schedule, but (laughs) we will see and we're going to give it a whirl. So just bear with me. And yeah, it's super rainy where I live right now. So drinking some cider, some hard cider, if you will. Well, not if you will. It is hard cider. (laughs) yeah so we're just gonna get right into this all right so let's get into beverly hills shall we so um not this week's episode but last week's episode um this is when dorit's uh you know when she's released her wedding dress line now the invitations i was just like why why do they have this poor man during COVID times, coming around to everybody's fucking door, dropping off personal invitations. It just seemed very, um, oh, I don't know, tone deaf. Like, what's happening? What's happening? This is already two of the cast members have already had COVID. Or what, three, I think? Because wasn't it? It was Dorit, Kathy, and and Kyle. So, yeah. And did anybody notice the little bubble butt that the um, party planner had? It was, it was a cute, like, little bubble butt. Did anybody else see it? <laughs> it was very adorable. Oh, my goodness. I caught my eye immediately. Now, Dorit was talking to her party planner. And I think, what was that the gal that she'd done the, the wedding dress line with? Um, I don't know the name anyways. But it seemed to me like her accent was just kind of falling away. Maybe I've just gotten like so used to it that I just, I don't even notice it anymore. But it seemed like she was talking more American than whatever the fuck accent that Dorit does. A combination of, you know, multiple different ones because, you know, she knows four languages. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, when you learn a language, you of course take on the accent. That's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. And that's whatever, everybody knows that. Duh. Oh my goodness. Now listen. So Kathy has a, like a pampering party, you know, massage. I don't even know what to call it exactly. She just had everybody over for like a self-care day, if you will. And my goodness. So Kathy's getting her facial and the gal, like, you know, just telling her to like open up her like third eye. And Kathy's just like, now where do I, how do I get a third eye? Kathy is a treasure, a treasure. I don't want her to ever leave. And I hope, I hope this is not, I hope that she comes back next season. I hope that she does. I want her just to continue to be a friend of. I don't want her to do any more than what she's doing right now because it's perfect. What she's doing is great. I don't want it to change. Nothing. Makes my day every day. 
Ah, gosh. And then during this pampering party, Kyle and Erica kind of break away. This is when Erica drops that famous line where she's just like, you know, I mean, just, you know, fucking diarrhea of the mouth of just like what's going on in her life. And she is just, so yeah, I'm a little stressed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this is where she tells Kyle that, um, you know, that, uh Tom has gotten robbed. Her son came over to, you know, to try to help with the burglar situation. Then her son was going home and his his car rolled over five times. Now, here's the thing that I do not understand. Okay. I am from California. have family that still lives in California. So I don't know what the fuck she's talking about when she's like, yeah, well, it was snowing. What? Where? Where was it snowing? She's like, well, he lives far out. Far out where? Far out where? Because isn't he like a Pasadena cop or something like that? How far away do you live from where you work? What a commute. Farther north? I don't know. I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. That was a weird-ass fucking story. I understand that she is stressed, but, like, what's happening? Ooh-wee. Then we cut to Garcelle. And she is meeting up with her, like, what is it? Um, I want to say her love guru, um, her matchmaker, <laughs> her matchmaker. And like, so she's been talking to another matchmaker and they have found a hot, 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 hot man for Garcelle because damn, Keith is hot, 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 hot. And I think that didn't they say he was like Australian or something. Ooh, doggy. So I was like, get it, Garcelle. Get a girl. Get it. Get it. Get a girl. So, yeah. You know, hoping for the best with that. I mean, listen, Garcelle is gorgeous. Garcelle is gorgeous. And she has high standards, as she should. So, step up your game, men. Honestly. Because Garcelle is gorgeous. Now, after that, we cut to Crystal and... Uh, uh, Kyle. Kyle comes over to her house. They're just like kind of having like a little chat moment. Now, I don't know if anybody else notices this, but Crystal is giving me like serious like Cynthia Bailey housewife vibes. Like she doesn't give us a ton, but yet she's giving us everything. Like when she has something to say, I'm like, yes. You know, I don't know. I just, I really like her. She's not just saying something just to say something. She's saying something and it has some weight to it. And also, she is no back down type of personality. I don't know. I really like her. She has some very good insight with Garcelle. I just love Crystal. I love her. I don't, I like, again, I know she's not doing a lot, you guys. I know that she's not, and she's not a lot of people's favorite, but I'm really enjoying her for some reason. It's really giving me Cynthia Bailey vibe because Cynthia Bailey doesn't do a whole lot over on Atlanta, you guys. She doesn't. She's gorgeous to look at, but like I said, when she does give you something, you're just like, well, I love her. Keep her around all the time. I don't know. I like her. I like I like them both. Anyways. Oh, my goodness. So then that's when we get to, after that, we get to PK, um, uh, I want to call him um, Maurice, but Marcel, not Marcel, Mauricio. 
Oh my goodness. I don't know what is going on with me today. Anyways, um, <laughs> Mauricio, PK, Kyle, and Dorit are having their little dinner party. Okay. And the way that fucking PK tell, he, like, you know, Kyle made dinner, quote unquote. And, you know, she made like this like salmon. And PK wants some fucking tartare. And Dorit is like, oh, I'll just whip him. I will just whip him up some real quick. You want some tartare, honey? And that's again, like, okay, like I said earlier, like when she was talking to those people on the like video call, her, her, uh, her accent just seemed to just fall away, fall away like it wasn't there. And then when she's back with PK, it is strong, strong. The force is strong. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. I don't know. Maybe she just like picks up on like, you know, like, you know, people start to like, uh, you know, she just picks up on PK's accent and just starts talking like him. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, so yeah, the whole tartar thing just really cracked me up, but, um, they're, you know, talking about the whole Erica of it all and just kind of, you know, how things aren't making sense, especially after, you know, she said that her son's car rolled five times, you know, like, and you can tell that Mauricio is just like, he is confused. Mauricio also looks like he is like, he's eaten some edibles or, or something or smoked. Like he just looks like he's like a little high, which is fine. I like Mauricio high. Not going to lie. I think he's funny. He's hilarious. He seems laid back. I don't know. I like him. I like him regardless of high or no high. He's a great guy. And, um, but he just looked so confused. So confused about what was happening. He didn't know what was going on. He, he just seemed so confused by the story. He's like, it just doesn't make any sense. And they were right. Like, and like, I mean, but honestly, like these fools like started laughing and shit. And they were talking about, because Mauricio was like, what, in what world? Would, you know, if something happened to you, would I or any spouse basically be like, no, don't work on their brain? Like what? So, I mean, they were just like questioning everything. I, it was it was a bad look that they were all laughing about it, though. Wasn't the best. But, but it is almost like comical in the sense of like, what the fuck is Erica talking about? But I think PK is right in the sense like she's been in a controlling marriage for 20 years and she's still being controlled. He's still giving her the narrative. Just saying. I mean, at this point in time, I was like, maybe Tom is like, fl like flipping the bill for her um, divorce attorneys. But I don't know if anybody, I might have to, I, I'm probably going to post it on my IG page, but there's a TikTok it's out where this guy is talking about how um, Dana Wilkie has a podcast on Patreon. And she is talking about how she knows who um, Erica has been dating and he has been flipping the bill for her. Dun, dun, dun. What? And then the pic they show the picture of the guy and whoa, you guys. She ain't nothing but a gold digger. She ain't messing with no broke, broke, broke. <laughs> Just saying. That's what the fuck it looks like because, whoa, this guy is, yeah. And I'm just like, is that who Erica's attracted to, really? He's got, you know, a round-faced older man. You know? You guys get the description. And the fact that I sing that song should really break it down for you. Okay? <laughs> but seriously. 
what's happening? I was shocked when I saw that. Shocked. But also I was just like, ooh, not a good look, Erica. <sighs> I don't know what decisions she is making, but they are not good, you guys. I mean, Jesus Christ. Anyways, so um, we then cut to the, you know, wedding dress event. And, you know, Dorit is talking about how, you know, like they were able to, you know, put it all together in the, in the, in, in the house and, you know, but she would have done something like, if, you know, she know how she's like a party planner. Oh my God, I can't. Anyways, um, she's talking about how like, you know, everybody knows that she's like a party planner and, um, and, you know, if she, you know, if, if it wasn't COVID times and she would have had a, had a warehouse and, and she would have had the, the models on 50 foot ladders. What? You'd have the models on 50 foot ladders and fucking gowns, fucking gowns with trains on them. Because that seems safe. Why would you have them on, like on the 50 foot ladders? Like they're, like they're a damn fucking bell um, in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Just whisking around. No, like I, like I see and, you know, I see like how like cool that may look, but that's dangerous as fuck to eat. Dangerous as fuck. <laughs> Lord, that just like really just, I don't know, clearly, as you can tell, like really just like got my goat. I was just like, what are we talking about? Y'all, like, what are we talking about? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. And then, oh, you guys, I didn't know that Sutton had a boyfriend. Did anybody else know that? I had no idea. I mean, they looked very, like, cute together. He looked a little not together, but that's okay. It's okay. I mean, I'm sure he's together. Just, you know, his he looked a little disheveled, to say the least. But, you know, whatever. Anywho. <laughs> um, okay, you guys. Kathy brought her architect. Kathy brought her architect to this event because she thought she said, oh, I just thought you'd love the structure. I don't know why I did a British accent for Kathy, a British accent. I don't know why I did a British, a British accent for Kathy. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know why, but, but also I'd love that she did bring him like for what though? Like what architect? It's a, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a house that's all over, all over California. It's a Stockholm, if you will. It's not anything new. It's not like they built it from the ground up. It's not like PK's a fucking architect. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, the dresses were gorgeous, you guys. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, the dresses were really, really pretty. Except for that one. I think they called the princess. I wasn't a fan of that one. And that's just me. It just seemed like a little too, I don't know, like poofy. Like, it just seemed like it was very boxy. Like, it didn't give the, it didn't give the model, like, good shape. So, I don't know if it just wasn't on her, like, properly or you know, if maybe it just wasn't like a dress to like fit like her well, I'm not sure what it was, but it just didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it, but all the other ones were very pretty. Also, it looked like at one point, but I mean, she named all of the models, but one of them looked like fucking Larissa Pippen, Larissa Pippen, Larissa Pippen, Jesus. <laughs> I've got to pull it together. One looked like Larissa Pippen and that was, I don't know, but I mean, she said all of the names. So, I mean, I know I'm pretty sure that it wasn't, but I was just like, is that Larissa? Is that Larissa Pip? Who was that? <laughs> uh, 
You guys, Kathy didn't know who Bernie Sanders was. I, I, I I'm going to leave that silence in there because listen, like I was shooked, shooked to my core. Like, I mean, I guess like cool to be like, just, just so just like ignorant about like politics. I don't know if ignorance is the right term, but just so oblivious, oblivious about politics. I mean, I guess it must be nice. But she didn't know who Bernie Sanders was. <laughs> oh, Kathy. I mean, again, a, a treasure. A treasure. Also, PK lost $2 billion in that bankruptcy or whatever. Or, you know, I mean, that he had that he, he lost $2 billion and had to claim bankruptcy or something like that. And he's just like so chill about it. He's like, well, I lost $2 billion, man. It's like, what? Whoa. This is why we're moving all the time. And this is why fucking Dorit has to make sure that she has some sort of business going, something happening, because they owe a lot of people a lot of fucking money. Two billion. But I guess that was in pounds, too. So I don't know what that is equivalent to um, to U.S. dollars. But regardless, that's still a lot of, regardless, pounds or doulers, uh, that's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like, sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Like, what? I need more information. Like, was this a business? Like, did you just, like, keep spending? You didn't have the money? Like, what? Like, what happened? Can we get, can we get a, a documentary on PK's finances, please? Stat? Ugh. And then we get to, like, kind of, like, the argument that, like, the argument of the night. And that is, um... Because um, Kyle started it, like, real easy breezy, too. Like, she was just like, oh, wait, you got, like, hold on. Before I even get to that, did you guys hear them at the um, table? It was PK and Kyle. And, and like, I think, like, PK was like, are you guys going to tell them about, like, what you guys, about what were we talking last night? Or tell Erica? And she's like, you can tell her if you want to. But I'm just like, she was literally sitting next to PK when PK was asking Kyle this. Honestly, give PK a fucking diamond at this point because, like, I mean, he is doing work. He is. As much as PK fucking annoys me, I mean, he is putting in housewife work. He's doing the job. He's messy booting around, and I don't know why I like him. <laughs> I don't know because I shouldn't. I shouldn't, and I don't. But I like what he's doing, and I wish that he would have said something. But I think he was trying to. I think he was hoping that Erica would have heard him, to be very honest. But then Kyle started the shit between um, Garcelle and uh, Dorit. Because she was like, but you did start a little uh, little stir. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I guess, you know, somebody had to say something about it. So thanks, Kyle. But she started it real easy breezy. She's like, something has to pop off. This can't be just a just a normal... <laughs> A normal get together? No, somebody has to like get upset. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and so then Dorit and um, Garcelle kind of like go at it again. Um, and I mean, I don't know. Like, I just feel like because Garcelle was saying like what she had stated was that she was like feeling like, you know, she's like being like attacked. And you know, that, I guess that was right after the um, Lisa Renna launch party or whatever for her lip kit. And I can understand that she did feel that way. Like, nobody defended her. And she was, you know, being being kind of attacked. 
and nobody was like standing up for her besides uh, Sutton, which again, Sutton and her are the, <clears throat> are the duo, are the duo that we didn't know we needed. That's for sure. Um, but you know, she was just saying like, that's how I felt. And I don't know. It's just, it's a weird ass fucking like argument that's going on. It's just, it's nothing compared to what's going on with Erica and you know, the Girardi of it all. So, you know, but I don't know. Like I was on like Garcelle's side. I just felt like, you know, I can understand like why she just like feels kind of like an outsider and, you know, I don't know. I feel bad for her. I like Garcelle a lot, but I did see that she confirmed that she's going to be back for the next season guys. Hey, yeah. Um, and then also like Erica and Lisa were just sitting there. Like they were just like loving to just like watch it. Like they just didn't even care like what was going on at all. They were just like happy to be here. Oh, goodness. But that was pretty much the end of like that episode. Um, so then let's get into this week's episode of Beverly Hills, shall we? This was the trip episode where they're going to, and I don't even know where they're at, you guys. I know they're still in California, but where? I have no idea. I wasn't even paying attention. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that part. And I didn't see where they were, where they were at. So my bad. And, okay, so we start with um, the girls, like, are, you know, we're seeing everybody, like, getting, like, packed to go to this trip or whatever. Now, I'm obsessed with these shoes, too. But Kyle literally has, I swear, I mean, if she doesn't, I would be shocked. But those square kind of, like, kitten heels that have, like, kind of that um, uh, kind of, like, quilt top to it, if you will, um, I swear she has those in every single color. They're, they're like, square high heels. They're adorable. I love them, and I would like them in every pair as well, in every color as well, just saying. But she did use it as a cell phone, like, holder when she was on FaceTime with Crystal, and I was like, wow, that is a great way to use a shoe when you're not using it, you know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then we cut to Kathy and Dorit, and they're, like, having, like, a conversation and they're talking about, you know, Dorit is just basically like complaining about the conversation that she had with like Garcelle and that she's just like, I've apologized. Like, I just don't know like what. And she just keeps going on and on and on and on. You can tell that Kathy could give a shit. She's like, she's like, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to pack over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but she does not care. She does not care. She said it. She basically said that in the confessional. You know, she's just like, I just don't want this. It's just making me nervous. I just don't want to have any sort of issues, you know. I'm like, of course you are. And everybody's meeting up at Kyle's house to go to, you know, to do, I guess, like a caravan, which I thought was interesting. Why didn't everybody just meet at the fucking hotel at a certain time? Why did everybody meet at Kyle's house to then everybody drive their own vehicles to wherever the fuck they were going? It was weird because it was a straight shit show at Kyle's house. The dogs almost got out 15 times. Kathy lost her purse. They had to call the lady to figure out where. And yes, and I'm not just saying like the lady, like I don't know her name. That's what they kept just calling her the lady. Yeah, they kept calling her the lady, somebody that works at fucking Kathy's house <laughs> to then drop off, to drop off Kathy's purse. The lady. They kept calling her the lady. Why couldn't you call her some, like, why can't you call her by her name? Oh, my God. <laughs> or is it just that Kathy has so many people that are working for her that she's just like, I can't keep track of everybody's names. You're the lady. <laughs> That seems right. That seems right. 
And Lisa's, um, when she first gets there, she's talking about how much she's just like overpacked. And I'm just like, uh, I'm just like Lisa. I overpack for everything, you guys. I just want to make sure that I have everything that I that I would need on top of making sure that I have multiple outfits because I don't know what my mood's going to be like. It could change. It could change. I don't want to be stuck with one outfit and be like, oh, I hate this outfit today. I wish I was wearing something else. So no, I have to make sure that it feels right. So I overpack quite a bit. Like I said, on top of just making sure that I have everything that I could possibly need in case any sort of situation should arise. <laughs> Even for one day. Even for one day. Went to, on a trip like this last weekend, like a, just like a weekend trip, bought a full suitcase. A full suitcase, you guys. Like a real, like a real packing psychopath. <laughs> oh my goodness. What I'd love to have is a fucking Mary Poppins bag. That would be amazing. So that I don't have to worry about it. It's a small bag, but it carries everything. Anyways, I'm off on a fucking weird tangent right now. So everybody gets to the hotel and, um, you know, Erica brought her dog. I didn't, I didn't understand that. Sutton is having an issue with her foot. Something has happened. It sounds like she's been dealing with it for like a year. She ends up having to go to, go to the ER because it's like super bruised and stuff. Um, I think she finds out that she had like some sort of like a fracture in her foot. So she came back and, you know, had to wear... Um, had to be on crutches and she's a wheel fucking Garcelle's wheelchair and her the fucker all over the place. And <laughs> um, the girls go down to have like, so everybody meets up at the um, hotel and um, you know, Garcelle or not Garcelle Sutton has gone to the doctor and uh, they all go down to, for like, what's like a little pop-up um, picnic at the beach, which was like very cute. I'm like, oh, I want to do a pop-up picnic. It looked delicious and like super cute. And Kathy had like little name plates there also. I just, it's just adorable. I loved it. But, um, you know, Erica is just like explaining like there's no way that anything is going to happen between um, like her and Sutton. Like she's called her a liar. And, um, you know, I can't remember who said it, but basically they were like, you know, she, she thinks that you're lying about what happened to like Tom and the whole ankle and brain surgery thing. And, um, and then so then Erica gets back, you know, goes back into the whole story again and is, and she says allegedly at one point. And it's like, but wait, you didn't say allegedly the last time. So why is this now alleged that, that something like this may or may not have happened? She then is talking about how she had to like make the decision for, for them to do um, surgery on them, but she was nervous for him to go underneath anesthesia after having a brain injury. Now, Please tell me why and in what fucking world, if the doctors believed that it was pertinent for him to have surgery done, brain surgery done, why would they make that, you know what I mean? Like, who is she, who is, I mean, she could decide it, but if they're like, no, like, it's very important that they do this, why would you not agree with the doctors? It's all, it's, it's all fishy. It's all fucking fishy. And I mean, you guys know, if you guys have been listening, you know that I have been team Erica. I mean, almost like from the jump, like trying to like still like be on her side about this stuff. But like, like she's continuing to make it very motherfucking hard. Really hard because it's like, what are you talking about? Like who and like who in the right line would be like, no, no, no. Like you can make the decision. But also, even if they're just like, listen, like, this is your, this is your choice, but I do think that it's going to be, that it is, um, you know, the, 
what's it called? The, the, the betterment of your husband outweighs the wit, the risks. Like, why would you not agree with the doctor? Yes, something could happen, but would you rather them do something now and something happen later on? I don't know. I was just confused. Kyle is confused as well. I was just as confused as Kyle. I felt like like the confessional with Kyle was like literally how I was just like, wait, what? Because now I'm just like, like I said, I've really like, you know, I've said before, like, you know, proven, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And I just felt like I, yeah, I was with Kyle and like, just like the revelation of it all, I guess. Because I really have been trying to be on like Erica's side and just like trying to, you know, see the good, I guess. But there's not. So the girls are getting ready to meet up for dinner. And I think that we got like a quick, a quick like little glimpse of um, Erica's glam squad. And I was like, wait, she has a glam squad squad with her? Like, wait, what? How does Erica and why does Erica have a fucking glam squad, squad with her? How is she affording that? Again, maybe that fucking, that one guy, according to Dana Wilkie's. 25,000. Maybe that's where it's coming from. I don't know. But I was shook, you guys. When I saw that glam squad, I was like, what? Erica, do your own fucking makeup. Save money. Save money. Because in the preview of the next episode, we see that she's like talking about how like she's like so broke. Well, if you're so broke, why the fuck do you have a glam squad coming with you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you see, do you see Kathy or Kyle with a glam squad? I understand that you have a certain persona that you're trying to uphold, but like right now it's the time to be real, Erica. Fucking Kathy and Kyle are almost an hour late to the fucking dinner. They're fucking running around like crazy. Kyle didn't want to answer the phone um, because Rena was calling her. And I'm just like, holy shit. They both, I mean, Kathy at one point still had rollers in her hair when she was about to walk out the door. She's talking about like, what was it? It was like, they were already 15 minutes late. And she was like, do you want some like wine or, um, you know, little snacks or anything? And it's like, you're supposed to be somewhere 15 minutes ago. No. Oh, goodness. And then, so everybody's, you know, finally there for dinner and, you know, they kind of, um, Kathy kind of says, you know, I can tell there's still some things that need to be, you know, I just feel like there's still some things that need to be like talked about. I feel like there's, you know, kind of some stuff still going on. And, um, and then, you know, then Sutton kind of like pipes up and like tries to just like talk to Erica and Erica just like shuts her the fuck down. And I mean, honestly though, as much as I've been like talking shit about Erica, this podcast, I do feel like, I do feel like that, you know, she's just like, I have too much. I like, I feel her. There's too much. There's too much shit that she has going on. She can't fucking deal with Sutton right now. No, no, thank you. She doesn't want to. She doesn't need to. So, yeah, I just, yeah. So I definitely, I just like feel um, Erica on that whole situation. It's just like, no, thank you. Nope. I have way bigger things to be worrying about than old fucking little Sutton. But I mean, to call her like small minded, I don't know. Kind of agree, but also like, geez, yikes. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know what Kathy was talking about when she said this, but she was trying to figure out how to say um, the straw that broke the camel's back. And she was like, she was asking like the producers and she's like, what was it? The toe, the toe and the camel and the camel's back. And the producer's like the straw that broke the camel's back. And she's like, yes, Kathy just doesn't know any sayings. You guys No sayings. It's wild. Never have I ever. 
the whole situation with like Garcelle was just like really uh, like it like hurt my heart for her that she like even had to like tell these fuckers, you know, like how do you think like I feel? But I mean, I think that it was good though that she did tell them like where she was at and not even like where she was at, just like what, like, you know, understand like where I'm coming from. Like I've had to like fight to like be um, welcomed and accepted by people all of my fucking life. And I kind of like, it made me upset a little bit that she had to like explain that to them because I mean, I guess, I mean, but also I guess, you know, she kind of does because they've never had to experience something like that. And just because of the color of your skin, like you have to work harder. So, I mean, but it felt fucking patronizing that they were all just like, I'm just, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for being vulnerable. And I don't know. I mean, they could have just said, you know, like, thank you for like express. I don't know. It just, just how they were like saying and how it was coming across to me just felt very, just, just very patronizing. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit, but that's just me. Uh, so, you know, everybody's like, I think it like, I don't know. I think it was like Lisa. that was like, oh my gosh, it's 1130. Like we got to get to bed. And Kathy was just like, oh, nobody wants to come up for like tea drinks or anything. Like Kathy was ready to hang y'all. And these ladies are being lame, 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 lame. Cause Kathy was ready to party. She's like, what did I get a suite for? It was supposed to be for everybody to like hang out. And Kathy was ready for like a true girl's trip. She's like, I don't ever do these things. And she was ready. She was ready for it. Oh, I felt bad. I was like, I want to party with you, Kathy. I want to sit up late and talk and drink tea and drinks. <laughs> uh, you guys, they do this sound bath, which I mean, I'm kind of like, I want to try it. I do. I'm, I'm, I, I think it would be very, um, it'd be very nice. I'm kind of like, yeah, let's do, I, I want to do a sound bath. I might try to find one. I'm sure there's one around somewhere where I live. So I'm going to try, I'm going to think I'm going to try it. But, I mean, Kathy was, like, curled up. She had a blanket. She had her little face mask on. She was just curled up like a little baby, and she just passed right out. Passed right out. So then we cut to, um, you know, Erica wasn't at the sound bath. So before we go, before we get there, Erica wasn't at the sound bath. Nobody really knew why, but I could tell that Lisa kind of, I think she did know why, because she was like, I think we should, I think we should just get started without her. Like she clearly had talked to Erica and Erica was like, don't worry. Like, this is what's going on. I'm not going to be there. And so after the sound bath, <clears throat> uh, it was uh, Lisa, Kyle and Dorit kind of like hang back and, you know, they're asking if Lisa had heard from um, Erica, like, you know, they were all saying like, I hope she's okay. Yada, yada, yada. And that's when Lisa tells them that Erica, or not Erica, but that it had come out that Tom is possibly going to be being um, admitted to a home. And, and they were all just, you know, like very shocked. So then Lisa and Kyle go up to Erica's room and, you know, Erica explains that basically like the, his siblings or I mean, well, I think it's I think it's his brother that is getting control of the conservatorship, and that they want to put him into a home for people you know that have dementia and all and Alzheimer's. And I guess Erica knew about this before she even went to the dinner the night before, so it explains a little bit more of why she's just like I can't be bothered, like I can't be bothered with this to Sutton. So, but you can tell that like Erica just like still, even though now they're going through a divorce, she is still very much so, uh, just you know, cares for Tom, which, you know, I mean, says a lot about just like who she is, but 
<clears throat> but also it's just like, ugh. also like, it's fine to be like on his side in the sense of like his health, because, you know, it's somebody that you care for. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, he's going through this and you just don't want him to, you know, you know, kind of his, you know, last days, if you will, you just don't want to see him on like the decline, you know, decline. You want him to be surrounded by people that, you know, love him. I, so I get that. And I sympathize with her on that, but she also needs to show as much sympathy to those fucking victims and those folks as much as she's showing to Tom right now. And so it's, it's a weird, tricky place. It's a weird, weird, tricky place. And I don't like it. Um, <laughs> now that I don't like it, it's just like, uh, it's like, it's hard because, you know, I see that she is trying to be very sympathetic to Tom, especially when he's going through something like, you know, when you, when they're going through like, you know, Alzheimer's and dementia, like, you know, they're, they don't know where they are. And then for them to not be around anybody that they really know or that cares for them you know, that's a hard thing to see. It's a hard thing to watch. And so, you know, I understand her, of course, you know, still being, you know, caring for him, wanting to be there for him. And it's sad to see like what's going on and how he's being taken care of. But she needs to make a statement and she needs to be firm in the fact of if, you know, that what he did was not okay. And now that Tom is not in a place for him to be able to truly like, I mean, you know, mentally wise, fix it, um, that she needs to be the one to fix it. Like she needs to like make a stand and do what's right. So uh, it's just, it's tricky. I don't know. So I'm having a hard time with her, but that was pretty much the end of that episode. The next episode is um, next Wednesday, I believe. And that one looks pretty good. Um, I can't remember what the preview was, but you know, I'll recap it next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, all right, guys. Well, that is pretty much it. Um, you know, again, just follow me on IG. Give me more reality. And um, like I said, we'll just try to drop two episodes a week. I don't know how that's going to work. But the editing process is getting a little bit quicker for me. So, um, so it is making that a little bit easier. So I think I'll be able to do two a week. But you know, like I was saying at the beginning of the pod here, you know, it's going to be a little bit of trial and error. So just appreciate everybody just hanging in there. If you follow the IG page, you'll see when I drop episodes because sometimes it's like, like these last two weeks, I've been a little bit behind. I went on a little vacation last week and, um, I was kind of rushing around when I left on Friday and I meant to post the podcast that day um, and ended up not being able to do it until I got home. So, um, and then when I got home, I was really tired and I didn't get to the podcast or not the podcast, but I didn't get to watching the shows until a little bit later. So this week I was been a little bit behind, but I should be able to get being back on track here soon. Um, so yeah, so we'll try the two a week and just see how that goes and see if that makes my life a little bit easier. I don't know if it will or if it's going to be a lot more work, but <laughs> we shall see. Um, cause I'm just like trying to get the, I know that I've been like a little bit behind on the real housewives, um, episodes. So just trying to be a little bit more on top of those ones and, you know, giving you guys the recap shortly after the episode comes out instead of being like, kind of like a week behind. Cause that's kind of how it's been lately. So, um, yeah. So anyways, but 
Um, thank you guys again for just listening. I hope that you enjoy. Just remember, this is just talking trash with love. I love these. I love all these ladies. I love these shows. Um, they're amazing. It's just my opinion. It's just my like quick little opinion. Some is just me just, like I said, talking trash with love. Like it's not, you know, nothing to take too seriously. Also, this is just a, a show. So don't take that too seriously. You know, like it's all as well. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. <clears throat> I hope you guys have a marvelous week. And um, yeah, fall is here, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. This has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks, guys.